This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How is this Zags team different than the one you faced last year? Uh, obviously, they lost uh, some upperclassmen like we did, uh, guys that uh, are now playing in the NBA. And um, like any great program like they are, they've, they've got guys that are in the wings ready to play. And, you know, Kisper coming back and Telly obviously being healthy for the first time. And Petrosev, who, who played a lot last year. And I, I was fortunate enough, uh, Petrosev and Ayaye were in – the under-19 overseas, and uh, um, IA made all-tournament. He was one of the best players uh, in the under-19 in the world. So they've, they've, you know, when you have a great program like them, um, they're just, you know, restocking just different talent. But the Gonzaga way, the Gonzaga program, the way they play basketball, same. Look, how do you characterize the, uh, the rivalry? It's been strange. They were, like, best friends at one time. They were enemies at one time, and now... Gonzaga's kind of had the role that Washington used to have as far as dominate the series. Uh, how privy did I mean, two games into it? Uh, and how important is it to check this box? Well, it's uh, anytime you get uh, you know two programs in state, it's a great thing. It's great for the state. It's great for the state of basketball, um, state of Washington. And, um, you know, it's, it's really good when both programs are really good because uh, rivalry games are what makes college basketball great. And... Um, I've only played in it two years. Um, I'm learning about it. Um, I've known Coach Few, geez, when he did Coaches versus Cancer with Coach Bayham way back 20-something years ago. Uh, experienced, been around him through USA Basketball. He's one of the classiest guys in the business, one of the best coaches in the business. And to be able to compete against him is, is, is a great opportunity for us and an honor. And, um, you know, it's great for Washington basketball. You mentioned the Gonzaga way. Coach, how, how would you describe the guys that Very, very organized offensively, share the ball. Uh, they play extremely fast um, defensively. Um, you know, they can they can game plan you, and they expect to win every game that they play. And, uh, you know, that's what great programs do, and uh, that's what we're trying to build here. I think you, you mentioned the foreign influence as well, but it seems like something that Coach Few has really sure. dug into in recent years. What is it about the way that the, the players are playing on the international level that works well with his style? Well, they're you know fundamentally sound. And, and they, when you've had success with international players before, usually you can go eat at the same restaurant and uh, other players want to come and play for you. And they've had so much success uh, with international players. It's been great for them. It's worked for them. And, uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd spends a lot of time overseas and they do a great job. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's really worked for them. Is there something about their offense that gives clicks? I mean, last year they led the country and scoring. This year they're only two points off of what they were last year with all of that turnover that, that you said. You know what, they, 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 uh, they really run. They're really good in transition. They've got exceptional shooters. 
Um, their big guys are relentless runners uh, that are really good post players. They're so fundamentally sound. Uh, you know, they post up strong uh, legally. They're big, uh, and uh, uh, which gives them, you know, they're 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 pretty simple, but they're simply great. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, they get great spacing. They run to the corners. They've got dangerous shooters, and uh, they've got great post players. They've got great balance. They can score a lot of different ways, and they can hurt you a lot of different ways. At this point in the season, are you guys as far along as you want to be growth-wise? No. Um, you know, I think this team's got great potential. You know, we're trying to get better every day. Um, we have, you know, we, we got to learn how to finish. We, we played, even in the last game, we played, I thought, really good for stretches. And then, uh, you know, they score 18 points in the last three minutes. Uh, those things, you know, we've got to finish better. Uh, but there are signs of growth, which I'm really excited about. And... Uh, you know, we're just going to have to see um, how we how we grow. But that's why you play a tough schedule. That's why you play games like the Zags uh, to really kind of gauge where you're at and um, what the best teams in the country are doing because that's who we strive to be as one of the best teams in the country. You mentioned the size of growth. What are the things you look at that you've already seen kind of grow and develop? Well, I think, uh, you know, offensively we have better spacing. Um, we got we got to play a little bit faster, harder tempo part. But... I think we're sharing it for the most part. And now it just goes back to the consistency of where it becomes that all the time. Um, but uh, they're learning, they're working. I think our zone um, has shown some really good signs of growth, especially with the young guys. That needs to keep getting better. And then obviously our man, um, you know, each team that we play is going to be different in how much we play it. I feel like we've done a good job um, getting a certain set. Not necessarily we've stabilized a rotation, but the guys that are going to play an impact. Um, I feel good about that. And now it's we just got to keep getting better. We got to shoot better. We got to defend the three better, um, and that's part of the process. Do you think you go back to the big lineup, or do you go back to the rest? Personally, that's a good question. Um, you know, it goes back to I changed it two games in a row. Um, Quad A had a really good game. And so, you know, uh, we'll see a practice today. And as we watch the Zags, what, what best fits us for this game. And I just know we've got good options. And, and that's, you know, been able to, to build that depth and get confidence off the bench is a huge thing. What can you take away from Michigan from You know, there's a lot of things. I mean, um, you know, defensively, you know, Gonzaga is an offensive team. They, they play great defense, great offense, but they've been one of the best offensive teams in the country the last few years. I mean, they, you know, you, you got to stop them in transition because they, they can really shoot it and their big guys run. Um, um, but, you know, you got you to gotta try to stop them. They're, they're a machine. Is there anything that you take away from that game last year? I mean, you guys have over 17 points below their average last year. That, that game was right there. And... Yeah, you know what? You know they they had a 14 point lead in the first half, and I think the thing with a veteran team is 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 the poise part. You know they got out to an 18 point lead this year against Oregon early, and just gotta you know you, you gotta show a lot of poise when you're playing against a championship program. You gotta you gotta show poise. You gotta stay the course. Uh, you gotta get better as the game progresses, and you know hopefully at the end of the day, hopefully we can make some shots. When you get your team ready to play, do you play on the history at all? You know, the, the last game, the, the series, do you, do you talk that up with the state dominance or it just goes pure? It's just, you know, it's, it's, we, we try to play a tough schedule every year. Uh, they're obviously um, uh, a great team. You know, Baylor, I, I don't know if they've hit the top ten yet. Uh, 
Tennessee's in the top 25. Uh, the Zags are right around 10 or 11. And, and so you just want to play top teams and you're, you're just, you know, it's such a long season. You're trying to get really good. And you, to get really good, you've got to play teams that are really good and challenge you in different ways. And this is a game uh, that will help us move forward in terms of our goal. And that's to win championships. And um, it's a great test for us. Can you talk about the dimension it has to your offense and quality scoring the basketball? Listen, it's all, you know, I, the thing that I loved about him was the eight assists, one turnover. Part of one of our one of our things is, is making sure that we're we're not turning the ball over in terms of unforced errors. Uh, when we're sharing, we're really good and you end up shooting better percentages. He's always been a guy who's been able to score and shoot and, and having a guy that, you know, had, has already shot 40% in a season in a high level, um, you know, that he has that. And when you have a guy like Isaiah and Jaden and those guys and Nas, and you have guys that can surround them that can really make open shots and, and deliver the ball to those guys, um, huge for the offense. You know what, uh, Elijah's done a great job, especially defensively for us when we play man. Boy, is he a pest. He can get up in you know, like Patrick Beverly and turn you and, and be aggressive. He rebounds great for his position. Uh, you know, every game's going to be different. I played Jamal Bay at the backup. Uh, that's worked for us. Uh, uh, in certain games, we get big in our lineup. We get big in our, on our defense. Um, but, uh, you know, I feel confident in both the guys backing up Quade for sure. Mike, we've, we've asked you in the past, obviously, when you've implemented the man in the zone and mm. how you want to go about it. Was this game part of the thinking in the back of your mind that this is something you targeted because you wanted to have some versatility in that? Not necessarily. You know, just for us to grow as a program and to have another weapon in our bag. I felt we had a lot of guys that could defend multiple positions. and. Uh, and so, um, you know, if, if someone gets comfortable against us, we can, we can you know, throw you a knuckle curve. And, and um, you know, sometimes it's really good for our guys because we've got aggressive players. We've got, you know, attack-type players. And sometimes getting out and playing man-to-man uh, -man and bumping around a little bit, those types of things are, are obviously good and uh, can change the tempo of a game. That's why we like it. If, if you had the man last year, would you have used it on that last defensive play with Rui? That's a good question. I, I don't know that, but um, it definitely could be. It could have been a. It could have been something that we thought about. Um, when you practice it, you're looking at times when you can use it and uh, when it can best fit your team. Um, we've been about 60% on that when we thought it would be good, and next thing you know, you're down 8-1. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a. Uh, it's a, the long games, long season, and, and to have another weapon like that that you know you can go to in certain games is, is definitely a benefit for our team. Hey, just how often do you think about that shot, you know, at all? I mean, it was like 0 0.67. You know, he's uh, he's doing well in the NBA. Uh, to be able to go down and, and, you know, there's no moral victories in losing, you know. But uh, to be able to compete um, against one of the top programs is, you know, you get a chance to measure yourself and know that, gosh, if we could make a play here, you know, we could be one of the top teams. Uh, make a play there, we could be one of the top teams. And it's not about Gonzaga or Tennessee or this. It's about how can we reach our full potential. I mean, that's what we try to do as a program and as a staff. I was curious about Nas. You know, last year his role seemed to be pretty defined mm -hmm. with the leadership of the seniors and all that was one thing. But coming into this year, clearly expectations of him, you know, coming in the starting lineup and, 
and what have you. But now with the emergence of the freshman, and Kawhi is clearly starting to emerge as well. Is he having to kind of rediscover his niche on the team or role or anything like that? No, I think I think when you're building a team, you know, when you have you know five guys, a bench, and different guys that can all impact the game, um, and you share. Uh, two guys guard him, boy, a pass out against Baylor and he makes the shot. That's awesome. But as you get further and you become one of the guys, now the scouting report changes on you. And now someone else might be open. And that's when you have all those guys now clicking on all cylinders. That's when you become a special team. And, uh, you know, you look at all those old great Chicago Bulls and a lot of those championship teams. It's Robert Horry making a big shot at the end because they've double teamed so-and-so. Or it's... Steve Kerr making a shot over on the corner, or it's, you know, that's, that's why you have a great team. It's all about team. And uh, when you're young, um, you know, it's, you know, I, there's, there's no eight point shot. There's no 10 point shot. You know, it's, we got to get not your shot. We got to get our shot. And so even if I run a play for you, you might be double teamed, but that's going to allow you to, to make a play for somebody else that we have trust in and we know can impact the game. And uh, that's what we're trying to build. How far a lesson is that to learn? It's hard. It's you know, it's part of the process. It's like when you teach. I used to coach sixth grade and under kids before I got uh, into coaching, and uh, I would work with a kid and I'd do all the dribbling drills and I'd do layups and I'd do all the moves and and uh, I'd go. The parents would say, "Come watch the game," and I'd go watch the game, and you never saw him make one of those moves. And then what you would do is you would sit there and you would go and you'd work at it, work at it, work at it, and then about a month, you know, some kids a month later, boy, then all of a sudden it just happens and you see it and you're like. You see that in and out, wow, what a made move. And so when I say that, I mean, everybody has a learning curve. You know, some people get it right away. Some people it takes two months. Sometimes it takes three months. Everybody has a different level of that. And so as, as a, the frustrating thing or the growing pains as a coach with a young team is you're hopefully, you're hoping that the learning curve is tomorrow, <laughs> but sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that. But that's what you're striving for at all times. Couple more guys. You played some pretty good teams, but the atmosphere is, you know, you, you see them on TV, there weren't a lot of people in those early November games, but this one could be really electric. Yeah, yeah. Are you kind of Wonder how your team's gonna respond to that bunch of young guys. Well, the, the 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 Tennessee game was the the crowd wasn't great. The the um, the Baylor game was it was electric. It started you, you know it was pretty cool. And uh, you know a lot of these guys have you know Nas has played in the game uh, playing at, at the Zags last year was a pretty cool environment. It was really cool and and loud and uh, you know it's listen these are the games that uh, you know you remember a lot of games but rivalry games great environments. Uh, you know, or I, I feel like we've got one of the best home courts in the country. Um, it's one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to be here. I felt like it could be one of the toughest places to play. Um, when you look at the history and you look at some of the games um, that have been here, they are our crowd and the dog pack have taken us over the top. And uh, I know we will feel them on Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Do you think that you have to sort of tell these guys, because you have so many young players who have never played in this game, I believe it's just yourself, Sammy, and Jamal, kind of what this game is all about? Well, um, they pretty much know. You know, uh, a lot of our players are from here and they've been to the game and watched us play against this team. So they pretty much know um, how big the game is as far as the rivalry and um, how massive the gym is going to look when the game starts. You know, and then obviously for uh, those who haven't been in it, what things do you tell them? Uh, I just tell them to um, keep their composure. There's going to be a lot of fans there. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people um, asking for tickets. There's going to be a lot of people um, just um, hitting you up to talk about the game. And I tell them more so um, keep your composure after the game, win or loss, because that's the biggest deal. Other than the ending, what do you remember most about last year's game and what can you take from it? Uh, I remember them pretty much having a pretty consistent lead the whole game, you know. And then we fought big towards the end, um, played a lot of great defense and happened to tie the game up only to lose by a buzzer beater. You kind of, I don't know how often you think back on something like that, but now that you guys have that, that man zone mix, can you think back and think of what maybe some of those situations may have been different with, with using a, a switch at some point? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we love the man and zone switch because, you know, whenever one thing's not working, we always have something to fall back on, you know, give people other looks. And they're both pretty good, working pretty good for us right now. So we're pretty confident in that. And if maybe if we had that, um, those two things, when we played them last year, it could have been a different game, but we can always play the would have, could have game, but you never know what actually could have happened. You guys, uh, when you came in uh, with, with Coach Hopkins, you checked off a lot of boxes since you've been here being a lot of teams going to the tournament, uh, playing big time teams. This is one that still hasn't been checked. Is that uh, pretty important to you, um, you know, to, to get, get back and even it out a little bit? I mean, yeah, every game's important, and we just, that's our biggest challenge, um, um, making this seem like it isn't just another game, putting more emphasis to this game than all our other games, which can really start uh, a mental lapse in all of our minds and trying to overwork or overstress about the game. So if we just think of it as another game and going out there to play to the best of our abilities, then I guess we can check off that box. feels like this game, in terms of the atmosphere and things, in so, this could be kind of what the, like the Arizona game was when you guys won the sponsor. It just feels like it could be that kind of electricity in there. Have you talked to the younger guys about what to expect and what it could be like? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, um, you know, we're a close team. We've had these conversations before the season has started about all our big games and how it felt to be out there in big crowds. So, um, mentally they know, but... Other than just experiencing it, you can never know until you're there in the flesh. So that's as far as it goes. When you look at um, Zach on the film, um, what is it that stands out to you about them? Um, they're uh, they're uh, big, high-low passing. Uh, they're pretty good at that, and they really pounding in and scoring from the inside. And they have some really good shooters and people that can push the ball. So 
They're a pretty complete team. Before you came to Washington, how much did you know or hear about Gonzaga? Because obviously they have a strong reputation as being a good program. You're just giving them in Spokane's kind of tough way. How much did you actually know about them? Uh, you know, you used to see them winning all the time in the tournament. So, especially where I'm from, that's the most you can know about them unless you really just sat down and watched all their games. But, yeah, I already knew they were going to be a good team coming in. When you look at your team, what's the biggest way you think you guys have grown um, over these first seven years of the season? Um, uh, we've definitely come together, you know, and um, the thing about this team is lately there's been different leading scorers every night. And when you have, when a team has the ability to do that, I believe it's hard to scout and focus, you know, usually when teams or coaches go through a scout, they focus on key players, but when there's a new uh, leading scorer every night that maybe you haven't focused on, then it's hard to guard a whole team. And as we continue to gel together and get better, I feel like that is going to help us in the long run. Yeah, I was going to say, do you feel like you guys have been able to do that because the offensive chemistry has started to really come up? Yeah, yeah you know, and um, this is a lot of guys' first time playing college basketball or first times back to play in college basketball. So, you know, um, time heals a lot of things, I would say. A couple has, more guys. How has uh, your role changed? Uh, because it would seem that the three-point shot is now a bigger part of your game. Is, is it, I mean, is your role sort of constantly adapting with Jalen sort of finding, uh, Jaden sort of finding what he wants to do and with Quadis trying to find out what he wants to do and now Jamal Bay is out there kind of doing some of the same things that, that, that like you do? Um, you know, um, when you have a, a lot of scores or a lot of people and not enough ball, you know you had to find other ways to score or other ways to make plays. So, you know, I've been putting a little bit of emphasis on knocking down shots whenever I get the chance so everybody can, you know, touch the ball and get a feel for the game and on the offensive end. But defensively, we just have to come out there and play hard no matter what happens on the offensive end. You mentioned all the scorers that you guys have. What does it do to have a guy like Amir who kind of does a little things for you guys? What kind of impact does he have? Man, uh, one of the hugest impacts, I've, I know you've probably heard Coach Hopps say he's the glue of our team. And we probably, we um, mostly believe all of that too. You know, um, plays phenomenal defense. He rebounds, you know. Um, uh, he hits shots. He does uh, all the little things that help in the game that, doesn't, that don't always show up on the box score, you know. CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.